Stories, fables, ghostly tales. Welcome, listeners. It's a Twisted Tales Thursday, mates, and I'm sick. Yep, a slight sore throat, but mainly muscle aches. You know the deal. With this cold weather and coupled with transit on public transport and sick colleagues, you bet I'm a little worse for wear. So I'm going to keep this intro a little short and save my voice to give this episode my best shot. Right now, I'm sipping on honey, milk, and chocolate drink. Warm and delicious. Mm. Oh yes, it's like I've thrown a warming towel around my throat. Tea and warm drinks, mates, they're the antifreeze of a cold day. Today's episode is the finale of the Twisted Tales set, but there's plenty more on the way. And I'll be including all the previous episodes in the show description, and getting myself ready for the next set of stories by Tom Keithley, titled Pandemonium and Ruin. Cannot wait to sink my teeth into them. Now though, turn off the lights. Turn up the sound, and get ready for something different. A Twisted Tale, Family Bonds, The Finale Balbeck? I say, looking out from the massive Temple Mount in the shadows of the once mighty temple of Jupiter. Really? Dardanus shrugs. Sorry, big brother. If there were any temples of Apollo left, I would have went there instead. My eyes twitch and I growl. <sighs> Smart ass. My brother sits with his feet, dangling over the edge and looks up at the night sky. He'll be here soon, you know, Dardanus said quietly. Yep. What are you going to do? Murder him in his face. Fair enough. If you don't kill him, he damn sure is going to kill you this time. I told you not to do anything stupid. He glares at me, and I can't meet his gaze. I had been weak. No. Maybe I did it out of sheer spite. You're right, Da. It's my fault. You don't have to do this, you know. I can take the consequences of my own actions. He laughs and stands up. <laughs> right, like I'm going to let you have the pleasure of killing that bastard yourself. Astrov steps up beside us, resting a hand on each of our shoulders. Guess it's unanimous then. Patricide it is. How adorable comes a familiar voice. One last sibling bonding moment before you all die? Sin is standing near one of the massive columns of the temple, the Nephilim Rethos at his side. Our father's cold, grey eyes are locked on mine. I've never expected you to turn darkness against me. He was always the best of you. My brother steps between me and father. Azazel has nothing to do with, but he was cut off. When Sin's sword left a long gash across his chest. Silence! 
unruly boy. With a snarl, I rush forward and swing with my left fist, aiming for Sin's jaw. You're slow. He chastises and backhands me right on the ear. The ringing is deafening and I stumble, barely able to keep my balance. Using the slight momentum, I spin on my heel and drive my elbow right into father's left eye, following it up with a knee to the abdomen. To my surprise, he laughs, and I feel him grip my left wrist. <laughs> he gives my arm a twist, then strikes my elbow with his palm. The pain was unimaginable as my elbow breaks, bending it the complete opposite way it was meant to be. I stagger back, my left arm hanging, uselessly at my side. Astaroth's wolves appear from blue plumes of flame and rush into the fight. Sin waves his right hand and a wall of stone rises in front of him. The wolves slam into it with a whimper and collapse to the ground. Father strikes the wall with his palm and sends stone shrapnel flying at Astaroth. With her deadly grace, she manages to evade the worst of the projectiles and close the distance. She makes a cut along Sin's abdomen and pivots around behind him to make a matching cut along his back. With a frustrated grunt, Sin elbows her in the face and spins, slamming his sheathed sword across her torso and flinging her away as if swatting a fly. No sooner does her feet touch the ground, she then throws a knife at him. Father swats it aside with his left hand, and as she rushes him, he raises his right hand and the explosive burst from his palm once more sending my twin flying. As father begins to turn back to me, Dardanus drives his long, black sword through father's chest. Sin elbows him across the nose, then putting his palm against the right side of my brother's face, he lets loose another explosive blast. Dardanus falls away holding his face, trembling in pain and rage. Come now, I thought my children were stronger than this. Another of many miscalculations on my part, I suppose. Our father says emotionlessly as he runs his finger through his short, dark hair. I grab my left forearm and grip my teeth as I give a yank onto it, snapping it into place with a howl. <sighs> it quickly begins to mend and heal. As I stagger towards Sin, Rethos appears behind him. To my amazement, he grips my father in a massive bear hug and begins driving his forehead into Sin's skull. Father's face contorts in rage. Enough! He bellows as flames engulf him, causing the Nephilim to release him. I am getting tired of uppity little upstarts thinking they are better than me. He spins to face Rethos. And you? You're going to bite the hand that feeds you? Rethos just looks at him with those dead red eyes and spits on the ground. Very well then. I'll deal with you once I'm done with these whelps. As Sin turns back to face us, he looks me dead in the eyes as I bury his own sword in his heart. Love you, daddy. I say coldly and withdraw the blade. 
As he falls to his knees, Perseus, Achilles, and Hector encircle him, then lunge. In the moment of vulnerability, they rip Sin to pieces. Dardanus and Astroth come to stand beside me as we watch the grisly scene. Father's screams had long gone silent. Rethos and I lock eyes for a moment. We share a nod before he takes off with blinding speed. I think that's a good note to end this year's family reunion on. I say as Sin's sword fractures into tiny fragments, then vanishes. Lord Dardanus! Comes a haggard voice. We turn to see a young officer scrambling towards us. What is it, Malsabir? My brother asks. It's him! He, he, he has raised an army charged with finding and killing Lord Azazel at any cost. Fuck. My life. I think with an audible sigh. <sighs> so the big guy wants a war. I say, a smirk beginning to spread over my lips. Are you kidding me, Azazel? <sighs> my twin groans. Astaroth, he's coming for me no matter what. Might as well give him a fight he'll never forget. She rubs the bridge of her nose. Who knows, sis, we might even win. Fine, but you owe me. Her glare softens somewhat. Count me in too, big brother, Dardanus says, putting his hand on my shoulder. The grin on my face grows as I say, Right then, guess we best go fight Lucifer. Now, I was going to leave it at that, but I wanted to share a poem with you all. My throat has a little bit more oomph in it, and because I want to make the most of the day with you all, here's a poem about, well, storytelling, that I found recently. I hope you like it. The Storyteller by Michael Earls Tim of the Tales, they call me, with a welcome heart and hand, but little they hold, my brother for all his cattle and land. If I be walking the high road from Clare that goes to the sea, a troop of the young run leaping to gather a story for me. Tim of the tales, the folk say, is known the world around for children by taking his stories to their homes in foreign ground. I pity my brother his fortunes and how he sits alone with the money that keeps his body but leaves his heart a stone. And sometimes do I be feeling a dream of death in my ear, and a heaven of children calling, Tim of the Tales is here. Absolutely lovely. The riches are in the stories we tell, mates, and in whatever is left goes to our treasures. I really liked this poem and the message that it has. Now, so ends Twisted Tales by Tom Keithley, but that isn't really the end, just the chance for new beginnings, because Pandemonium and Ruin are just around the corner, and I mean that in a story sense and not your personal life, and I'll be working extra hard to bring them to your lovely ears, and now that Sin is dead and a war is coming, expect some intense action 
new characters, and of course, a riveting story. I'll also be having new voices on the show, more violence of course, and more fun for everyone. A huge thank you to Tom Keithley for these stories. If you want to listen to them all over again, you can also find them in a playlist I created just for this author on my SoundCloud account. Now, tomorrow I'm going to have a rest, so I can fight off this damn cold. You might not be able to hear it in my voice, but I can tell you I feel like I've been hit by a brick. <laughs> Goodness. Next week I'm going to hit back with more demonic stories though once my voice clears up and the aches go away. Fingers crossed I'll get a great rest and I'll be right as rain in no time. And seeing as we have a public holiday this Monday in Australia, I'll be joining you next Tuesday. But knowing me, I might be able to sneak one in on a Monday. <laughs> so glad to have you listening, you lovely people. And as always, till next time.